0: Well, last week we kicked off the episode talking about John Gruden. He's no longer the coach. True. Let's talk about another coach. Did you all hear about the latest about old Urban Meyer? The rumors that are... I don't think so. Rumors that are being spread around. Apparently there's a third video that has not yet been leaked. And there's some text messages that have also not been leaked. And the third video may or may not contain... Some more sexual, and by more sexual, I mean nudity.
1: Oh, I want to see it. <laughs> I'll and, pay money for it. Whoever has it,
0: so uh, Urban Meyer might be down, uh, you know, he might be going down next.
2: We still have the uh, what is it? Is it a uh, marriage or a job? Is that
1: what the two were? If yeah, we, we, we all went job first.
0: So apparently, his wife is the one that has these, and she said she won't leak them. But it might be it might be the wife that goes out first.
1: Yeah, if they wouldn't have won in London, the job would be gone already.
0: Yeah, but uh, you know, as Pat McAfee said today, Urban Meyer can win and win across the pond. But who knows if he can still win in America? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Cocktail Wieners. I'm your host Spencer Wells. Carson Sneller is uh still doing his thing with the old troops down south. Insiders. Malcolm and Jaden are here again. Uh, week six of the NFL season. Had some doozies. I hit a parlay. My first parlay that I actually hit. $50 winner. Had the Seahawks. Cowboys. Was, the Seahawks was a risky one. Yeah. I was not confident in that for you. Shout out Gino. What, who was Seahawks, Cowboys, Cardinals, Raiders. Yeah. Those are the four teams I hit. It was nice. I also had the Bills, but that would just won me $2. So, nothing too big there. Any other reactions from last week?
2: Um, so, I know we've been on record saying Atlanta is the worst team in the NFL, but I think I'm going to switch to Miami being the worst team in the
0: NFL. Not not your own Lions? No. no. Oh, Lions, wow. aren't,
2: Lions aren't the worst team. Okay. The record doesn't reflect it. Also, Miami would not have a win if it wasn't for the fumble. Was it week? Whatever their win was, they won off a possible no fumble.
0: Very true. So I almost forgot it again. Before we get into our records for last week, tell them about the cocktail of the week, Malcolm. What do we have?
2: Pink lemonade, Smirnoff, and Minute Maid lemonade mixed together.
0: woo
2: Didn't measure it.
0: Okay. But
2: it doesn't taste too strong. So Not too good. strong.
0: It tastes yeah. good. I like it. It honestly just tastes like I'm drinking some good old pink lemonade from a Girl Scout cookie stand down the road. What, yeah. would you, what would you get out of 10?
2: Um, I like this. It's just an uh, old reliable drink. Probably like eight and a half out of 10.
0: I'll go with like a seven five. Good overall. I could enjoy it on multiple occasions. Well, Jaden, since you uh, had a hell of a week, tell them how you did. It
1: could have been better if the refs would have correctly called that taylor Henneke play. Big momentum mm. swing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I went 10-4. and four.
0: Ten and four is a hell of a week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it could have been better.
0: And it was ten and four on like Buffalo, we
2: all basically. I mean, Buffalo was my lock of the week, and Pittsburgh you would have probably thought that one as well. Mm-hmm. Um I went seven and seven, so right down the middle.
0: I believe I went eight and six, so close to the middle, but still better than Malcolm. Uh week seven, we have some interesting lines here. First game on Thursday night, Broncos-Browns. Browns Browns are favored by three. I'm taking the Broncos.
2: I'm also going to take Denver. Yeah, it's all three of us.
0: Here's the thing. Chubb's out, Hunt's out. And if Baker Mayfield plays, he's going to be playing with a torn labrum. If If he beats me with a torn labrum, he can have it. Hats off to him.
1: Odell's probably out, too.
0: I just don't. I mean, hey, I don't see how they win.
1: Yeah, Denver sucks, but Cleveland's just beat up.
0: Exactly, I think they could still win with old Chase Keenum. But well, uh, next game, Bengals Ravens. The Bengals are six point dogs here, but I'm taking the Bengals.
2: I'm gonna take Baltimore.
0: I'm also rolling Baltimore.
2: This one is rough. I 100% understand Bengals plus six divisional game, but they are on the road, and I think Baltimore is just a better team than Cincinnati. Uh, they just beat down on the Chargers, so I feel like they should be able to just do a fraction of that to Cincinnati.
0: I don't disagree. I think the Ravens are going to win the game. I just think the old uh, orange and black will stay within six.
1: I don't know. Harbaugh's the kind of coach. He'll just he's not afraid to blow teams out, especially in the Lamar era. Uh and speaking of the Lamar era, Lamar I think is undefeated against the Bengals. I expect that to keep going. So what you're
2: saying is that Lamar's going to run into the end zone and find a Bengals fan and say i own you to them
0: lamar has morals that That was the no i just think i I think the rogers saying that was one of the best things i've ever seen especially because have you guys seen the picture from the crowd yeah and there's just like five that it's just it's just a great photo all the way around and he's 22 and five against him i mean i don't know if i would have said it but he's not lying (laughs) panthers giants Panthers are three-point favorites here. I'm taking the Panthers. I'm taking Carolina. I'm also rolling Carolina. Oh, man. There's, lot of- there's no
1: weapons in New York. Tony's probably out. Yeah, that's sad.
0: Saquon's out for sure, right? Yeah. Jones yeah. is probably still concussed.
1: <laughs> I would have won a couple fantasy matchups if that asshole would be concussed. <laughs> hey, he ended positive, didn't he? Yeah, he ended up with four. <laughs> there it is.
0: How many turnovers did he have?
2: Three interceptions and a fumble. Yeah, that was
0: that game, wasn't it?
1: He's fucking garbage. Yeah, that was bad. Some of those interceptions were awful, too. It's like irredeemable at this point. Like, he's just so bad.
0: The funniest part is, like, he was kind of having a good season. Like, by his standards. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's finding the rhythm. Maybe he'll be a good NFL quarterback. (laughs) And he has that game. I don't even think he should be a backup. Probably not. Is Nathan Nathan Peterman still a backup though, right?
1: Yeah.
0: He could be a backup.
1: I like Peterman. (laughs) I don't like Daniel Jones.
0: Fair enough. Redskins, Packers. Packers are nine and a half point favorites here. I'm taking the Packers.
1: I'm also rolling with Green Bay. And I'll be alone here in Washington.
0: Why are you feeling Washington?
1: For the first half of last week, I think we saw their defense finally step up. They played really well in the first half against Mahomes. And... I don't know. The Packers' defense, like, beat up beyond repair. We almost saw Kenny Clark go down too. And if that happened, yeah, that the you know the entire train's falling off the rails. Um, I think Washington's good enough to hang within you know ten points.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I agree with that. I just think the only like as well as they did play, again, they still lost by I think twenty. Yeah. To the Chiefs, so being a home game in Lambeau, I think the Packers could at least win within ten, or win by more than ten. Agreed. Simple man. Chiefs Titans, an interesting matchup this week. Chiefs are five and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Titans. I'm gonna go with
2: Kansas City.
1: I'm also going Kansas City. Uh oh. I think the Titans' defense is so bad. The best play they've ever made, any of the players on that that roster, is that fourth down stop against Josh Allen. But the, the whole defense is just a bad unit.
2: Obviously, like Tennessee. And this is just going to sound dumb, but Tennessee wins because of Derrick Henry. If you're able to stop him in any sort of fashion, just don't let him get three touchdowns in a game. Then I think Kansas City is able to do that, even though their defense is bad. I think that they're able to. Um, so I think Kansas City wins by
0: a lot here. I do think the Chiefs win, for the record. The Chiefs kind of still haven't found their their rhythm, and I think the Titans might be just fine in theirs. Right in the perfect time. I think it's like a three-point game. Falcons, Dolphins. Ooh. Bottom five matchup here. Dolphins are Dolphins favored here, or is the are the Falcons favorite here? Uh, is
2: Atlanta's favored. Yeah, Atlanta's favored. Yeah, Atlanta's
0: favorite. Two and a half. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm still taking the Falcons.
2: I'm out, I'm on Atlanta as well. Me as well. Ooh. I just I just said Miami's the worst team in the NFL. Now they're facing what I thought was the worst team, so it could be an absolutely terrible game, but I think
1: Atlanta could easily beat Miami. Miami Miami's a team that I will not pick until they like prove to me that they can win a game. Fair. So they're bad.
0: Yeah, I kinda I'm also just looking at this game as Matt Ryan versus Tua, and I'm taking Matt Ryan. Matty Ice. He's still got it. A little juice in the tank.
1: I really like Brian Flores, but I think he's a sneaky hot seat candidate. They went from probably a top five defense last year. They were mm-hmm. a really good unit last year mm-hmm. to the 32nd ranked defense. That's
0: despite, a big fall too.
1: Yeah. Despite like free agency improvements, mm-hmm. despite draft improvements.
0: And they, they didn't. completely fell off. I don't know if they lost a notable person. I know they had Kyle so. Van Noy, I believe. Yeah. But like losing one guy shouldn't. Shouldn't throw a defense just, off like that. Yeah,
1: um, I don't know if he gets fired, but you, you think? Know, let's say they finish the season at one and sixteen. I think he probably gets fired then.
0: Yeah. Do you think they move on from Tua?
1: Ooh, that's hard.
0: I would give it one more year if it was me.
1: There's no quarterbacks in this class, so I almost feel like they, they don't have a choice unless they go for Watson.
0: Wow. Then yeah, yeah you got to roll with Tua unless you can pull. Like, if you can get a really <laughs> cheap trade for Watson. You may as well do it, even though he's a potential alleged scumbag.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if we see him pull the trigger midseason. If, like, the front office and Flores are trying to save their jobs.
0: Watson can technically play, can't he, I,
1: I think so. He He's not playing right now because the Texans don't, um, or, like, the Texans aren't happy that he says he doesn't want to be there. Like, it's mm. something like that. Oh. But he's eligible to play right now.
0: Uh, yeah. Like, I know the Texans are still asking a lot. Yeah. But
1: yeah, A ridiculous amount,
0: especially with a guy with twenty two cases.
1: Yeah, I-, I wouldn't even give up a first for him. I yeah, think that's it's what risky.
0: I was gonna say maybe like a third and an average player yeah. for him.
1: And for Houston, honestly, it doesn't even make sense to move him for that.
0: Mm-hmm. That's Just because tough. if you
1: wait and the legal stuff gets cleared up, then you know four first round picks is back on the table. But
0: is he getting paid? He's paying off some people. <laughs>
1: I I think it's complicated. Okay. Because there's guaranteed money in the contract for each year that I think he's technically like still earning because the contract's not void.
0: Mm-hmm. But he's not getting the game checks or the practice yeah. checks or yeah. that sort of stuff. But I'm sure he's still making some money.
1: If this stuff got cleared up, I wonder if they'd have to pay him back.
0: That's a good question. Comment down below if you know. Jets, Patriots. I think this might be the first rematch of the year. Patriots are seven point favorites. I'm taking the Patriots. Zach yeah. Wilson's hot dog water.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna take New England. I'm also going to New England.
1: Like they can't hang with Dallas like that and then show up and shit the bet against the Jets. I think
0: this is mm-hmm. a, a really easy pick. Now I knew the I knew the the Jets were horrible, and I knew I was going to take the Patriots when I saw we have a fantasy league going where it's two quarterback and there's no quarterbacks available. And the dude still dropped Zach Wilson. (laughs) So, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going Patriots.
2: Zach Wilson, this was his three intercept, four interception
0: game?
1: Yeah, four.
2: So, maybe if he can get better and throw two this game, but they're still losing by a lot.
0: At least by seven. Lions-Rams. Not the biggest line of the week, but the first big line. Rams are 15 and a half point favorites. Now, that's a lot of points. Before I say I I'm I'm going Rams.
2: Yeah, I'm going Detroit. I'm also going Rams.
0: So I for about like 15 minutes when I was filling this out, I left it to the end and I was just like it's a lot of points. But I just it it's too many
2: points, that's for sure. Dan Campbell's going to come out with David Blau. <laughs> Whatever his last name is, Goff is going to get benched in L.A., and Detroit's going to lose by 14.
0: I saw uh, these people. I think there was a group of Detroit fans that have a podcast. So I'm talking on TikTok. I don't know if you all saw this, but they called out Jared Goff and said he is not a Detroit quarterback or he's not playing as a with the passion of a Detroit quarterback. <laughs> hey, that's true. It takes a lot. And I just opened up the comments because I knew they'd be great. The first comment was, "He lost." Isn't that a Detroit quarterback? Oh, that's
2: that's a sad one.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's tough, but it's true. It is true.
2: I don't know. I, I think Dan Campbell is honestly close to possibly benching Goff, and David Blau is obviously going to be like a downgrade. But I wouldn't hate it. I don't like to see Goff out there. sudden Cam. I'll, yeah, why not? He's vaccinated now. Allegedly. Crazy.
0: So, the interesting thing about if they sign, Would Cam even go there? Or would he just rather stay retired? Probably wouldn't go there. <laughs> because Cam, I, Cam's washed. Let's just face it. But it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, at least we'd be like, oh, shit, Cam Newton's out there balling on the hey, Lions. It'd
1: be cool to get, like, a Cam Newton Lions jersey. hmm
0: For, like, $45. If you bench Goff, Goff's never playing for you again. Yep. Which I'm not saying that'd be a bad thing. But I feel like their original plan was probably use Goff for... Two years at least.
2: Yeah.
1: No, I mean, we probably, honestly, we probably shouldn't bench Goff. The the contract situation says two years. Mm -hmm. Like, he'll be a lion next year.
0: Mm -hmm. Unless they move him to the the Dolphins. Go get Jacoby Brissett. Eagles, Raiders. Raiders are three-point favorites. I'm taking the Raiders.
2: Oh, I'll be on an island. I'm taking the Eagles.
0: And I'm going Vegas. Ooh, speaking of Vegas and Carson, he just got relocated. Air Force National Guard in Vegas. Hell oh, yeah! Wow. So uh, on the weekends, I'm sure he'll be having a good time over there. So that's kind of fun. Maybe he'll go to one of those games. I want to go to that stadium so bad. Eventually, it looks great. It does. So why why are you taking the Eagles? I don't know.
2: Um, <laughs> Raiders. You know, they just had their their interim head coach week, and that's that's why they look good. Um, but I'll be big on I'll be big on Philly this week. That they're going to keep it within three.
0: Mm mm. Not happening. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bears, Bucks. Another big line here. Bucks, twelve and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking Tampa Bay.
1: And I'm going Chicago. Tampa's secondary is bad. They don't even have Richard Sherman now. Uh, that's true.
0: You see some of those balls Justin Fields was throwing, though?
1: There's going to be no corners to uh, pick him off this time. They're all
2: going to look like uh, Jamal Adams out there. Just hit him right in the in the Sorry.
0: That guy's just terrible. He's uh, not He's not worth any amount of money they're paying him.
1: I think Chicago probably um, keeps it within 12. Tampa's a weird team because like we all know how good they are. Mm-hmm. But they look so bored in second half. So We watched Philly sleepwalk back into that game against Tampa. That's true, because it was a blowout at halftime. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think they were up like twenty-four points or something. Yeah, so something I, I
1: think I, I think Chicago can stay within ten. Maybe this is the
0: field's breakout week. If you say so, Texans Cardinals. Yes. Now this one's the biggest line of the week. Cardinals are seventeen and a half point favorites. That's a lot of points, but yeah. I'm taking them still.
2: I'm taking Arizona.
0: I'm also going to Arizona. That doesn't feel good, Davis Mills.
1: Maybe it's another Davis Mills trap game.
0: Right, he's an avid listener of the show.
1: Yeah, he DM'd you the other day, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. he said, "Sorry, I had to give you boys an L that week." He said, ah, "Respect."
1: Arizona's just a good team. Texans are not. That's a good way to sum it up. It is a lot of points, though.
0: That's what I was saying. Like the Cardinals could still have a good game. Like set, I don't know, it is a ton of points. That's- like even if they hang thirty. If if Davis Mills gets some 13, uh uh-oh. We're out of luck. But as J.J. Watt said, maybe we're just better. (laughs) Did you all see that? I didn't see that. I think somebody on the other team was like, you guys just win because of this. And he's on the side and he's like, maybe we're just better. (laughs) Another simple saying right there. Colts 49ers. 49ers are favored by three and a half. I'm taking the Colts. I pick the Colts. And I'm going San Francisco. Uh oh. Cause porn star Jimmy's back?
1: Um, yeah, I would expect Jimmy to be under center and I don't think it makes a difference. They're both bad. Him and Lance. Um Indy's been really good the last few weeks. I don't have a good rationale to pick against them. I was out of just disdain for Carson Wentz. I'm assuming it's because you like the 49ers coach. Yeah, that's it.
0: True. I just think, you know, Carson Wentz. He's starting to show those little flashbacks. Old MVP or Carson Wentz.
1: He looks
2: good.
0: He looks good. He's finally stayed healthy a couple games in a row.
1: And T.Y. looked good for first game back, too.
0: T.Y. looked good.
1: I think he got hurt, though. Again? Which, which yeah. is the most T.Y. Hilton. Oh, yeah. In all time. I don't know if he'll ever play another full game where he doesn't get hurt. <laughs> is it like a bad injury? I forget. Or I think it was just a hamstring or a glute.
0: They're unsure if he'll play. Oh, Paris Campbell's out for the season? Mm-hmm. The Hilton
1: one kind of sucks because he's so dynamic Mm -hmm. when he's on the field. Like, if he could have stayed healthy his whole career, I think I think we would look at him as like, you you know, that tier of like Julio. Yeah, Yeah. those guys. I think he'd be up there if he stayed healthy. Wow, he was really good. That's a big claim though. When him and Luck were carving up defenses. True. I mean, like we put Jordy in that tier with Julio. I would at least, and I, I would put Ty. Prime T. Y. on
0: Oh, you're talking T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. Oh, not Paris Campbell. No. <laughs> okay, okay. That's where the confusion was. No, I was I, like Paris Campbell is <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, Paris Campbell on Julio Jones? Are yeah. we? No, I like I like T.Y. Hilton. Okay,
1: He's yeah. He's almost yeah, yeah. a Raven.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you there.
1: He was almost a Raven via the draft, and then when he was a free agent last offseason, he was almost a Raven then.
0: What's happening to all these almost?
1: I don't know. He was on the phone with them and about to accept the deal. And then um, I forget what happened. He changed his mind. Asshole.
0: <laughs> Imagine being on the phone. Y'all, was, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to the Colts. It's
1: not as bad as Galladay in the bathroom. Yeah. In his meeting with the Giants on the phone with Baltimore.
0: He was in the bathroom? Yeah,
1: he was He was like at in New York
2: and then got a call from Baltimore and left like the meeting with New York to go answer the call.
0: So why didn't he sign with them?
2: I'm no a, there's no way that Baltimore is offering him that much money, I feel Take
1: like.
0: But I feel like now he's, I mean, the money's nice, but he's probably like, damn, I wish I. Probably. I should have took the.
1: Oh my God, if the Ravens His mom, Gallaudet. definitely.
0: Yeah. It'd be, be nice. nice. <laughs> what ifs? But I mean, hey, the Ravens have Latavius Murray, Le'Veon Bell, and Devontae Freeman.
1: If this was 2013.
0: <laughs> you can't ask for more than that.
1: I mean, honestly, they look like it was 2013. Devonta Freeman actually looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weirdly good. It, like, like, they should test him.
0: It's also, it's just weird how they should test him. <laughs> it's just weird how, like, if you would have told me, like, two or three years ago, that was the Ravens' backfield, I, Le'Veon Bell, I would have said, was the best in there. Yeah. He got eight carries, and I think he had, like, six yards.
1: Yeah, He, he wasn't pretty. But Latavius but hey, is looking good. They and, need a- um need him. Freeman, I did not expect to have any wiggle Mm -hmm. left, but he looks so good. Wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle.
0: The last game of the week. Saints, Seahawks. Saints are five and a half point favorites here. I'm rolling with Geno Smith and the Birds. Seahawks. I'm going with the Saints. I'm with Malcolm. See, this is where you guys are wrong.
1: We got stuck with awful primetime games this week. No offense to Geno.
0: I don't know, Gino yeah. put up
1: a good game last week. We've got Gino Jameis, Jimmy G, Carson Wentz. Beautiful. And then Keenum Bridgewater for our primetime games this week. What do we do?
0: And there's not even an excuse for the person who scheduled these. Like last week, it was Russell Wilson was out, Ben hmm. Ben Roethlisberger's washed. Teddy Bridgewater? Well, Keenum. Okay, that's kind of a... But anyways, uh, the I Colts... I mean, Baker's
1: not that much more fun.
0: True. Well, St. Seahawks on a Monday night... That's pretty interesting.
1: If it was a year ago and we had Wilson Breeze, yeah, it'd be good. I'd be fired up.
0: It'd be good.
2: I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Wilson will be recovered by that time. With how fast he's already, healing. dude, he's a
0: quick healer. seventy-five percent already healed a day after surgery.
1: <laughs> it, it's that's, that watery drinks,
0: dude. That that's no, that no, it's uh Sierra's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when they said that, I I actually didn't believe it. Like, yeah. That seems ridiculous. It was He was supposed to be at 10 degrees bending his finger. He's at 75. That seems ridiculous.
0: Hey. Some people just built different.
1: That being said, I think Jameis plays Gino.
0: I'm not sure if the Seahawks win this game. But the way I saw him fight and win me that $50, I think they keep it within 5 Because I don't think the Saints are that good. That's fair. What did y'all think about the the old Russell Wilson running around for the game? He's been catching a lot of flack for that.
2: It confuses
1: me just like what he was doing. He was I didn't like him going out for the coin toss in OT. I, l- I like that. Part. Listen, I like um Wilson, I like his like just mindset. I like everything about him. But we would be remiss if we did not just say he's the corniest quarterback in the league.
0: <laughs> he's not. so corny. He's a good leader that's what, sure, that's what but, they call it
1: but that's <laughs> not mutually like exclusive with not being corny
0: they have the bucks rings Jesus.
2: um those are gorgeous <laughs> they're big does wilson normally do coin toss do you know
0: he, the, i like, wonder he might do i think they just just always send gino out there yeah cuz i think it's always gino oh. even for the beginning of the game
2: yeah, because like don't some teams just have their
1: like coin toss guy that's good mm-hmm. at coin toss. Yeah, and, and Gino's and a not weapon much out just there. Like a leader. Yeah. Um like I like Russell Wilson and stuff, but I don't know. We I wanted to see all that.
0: I loved every I just thought it was I do think it's funny, but I also <laughs> I think people not that they shouldn't care about it, but like who cares if he's doing a two minute drill thirty minutes before the game and no one else is on the field.
2: Yeah, like, he doesn't need to receive hate for it. It's just, like, a weird thing. It's just like, oh, yeah. like, why yeah. is he doing that? Like, there's yeah. no, there's nothing more to it.
0: Yeah, no, I know. It's just, I was kind of surprised that people even cared. Because they asked Aaron Rodgers on Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. And he was like, he just started laughing. And he's like, I probably wouldn't do that. I was like, okay. <laughs>
1: Aaron's not corny. <laughs> Aaron's, you know, a hippie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a hippie now. I wonder if there's a quarterback that's more likely to be like a huge pothead than Rodgers.
0: That is kind of interesting to think about. I feel like Rodgers is definitely a pothead.
1: I I think Lamar might be. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Lamar on his Instagram live, his eyes are always bloodshot.
0: (laughs) I feel like (laughs) this might be a hot take. Tom Brady definitely smokes marijuana. No way. A hundred percent. That's not
1: part of the TV 12 diet.
0: <laughs> that's the part that he won't, he won't release. That's like the little gimmick. Like the only reason he's this successful is because he smokes, but he's got to keep the money coming in. So he can't release that part.
1: I could see Burrow being a smoker. Oh, yeah. Actually, Burrow strikes me as a cigar guy.
0: A hundred percent. I'm pre- Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's pictures out there.
1: Mahomes has never touched weed, never will.
0: Neither is his brother. Wouldn't ask that guy. Is. Oh yeah,
1: you could, t- you could have talked about that. His brother sucks.
0: I just want to know. I told Malcolm I've always been aware of where I'm standing.
2: Yeah, that's it. Like he's also a standing in a chained off area. Like, he had to step over
1: a chain to get into that area. No, I just accidentally danced over this chain <laughs> and started dancing on, like, a number ceremony.
2: Dude, like, I, I told Spencer, I was like, there's... I remember seeing it and being like, all right, this can't be real. So then I went to, like, Jackson Mahomes Instagram. I was like, oh, yeah, no, that, yeah. that picture's not there. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, he has an apology for it.
0: Like, I just feel like it's so wild that there's no... I just... For some reason, I just feel like he was genuinely let into that area mm-hmm. because I just he still shouldn't have taken like danced on it. No. But like, does that kid have the balls to step over a fence and do that?
1: I don't think he's smart.
0: I don't think he's smart. And I don't think
1: he understands like any sort of boundaries or anything when it comes to that stuff.
0: That's probably a fair point.
1: Like we we had the incident week two in Baltimore where he starts pouring water on Ravens fans. <laughs>
0: I wish they pressed charges on that guy <laughs> just for, like, the, the meme of it.
1: Yeah, like, they should just ban him from stadiums for a year. Or, like, Patrick should sit down and have a talk with him and say, like, dude.
0: You're like, the reason. you stop
1: coming to games or act normal.
0: <laughs> you don't see any other, like, family members doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Jordan yeah. Rodgers is probably the second worst sibling in the NFL, and that's, like, a far drop-off from Jackson Mahomes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I... Oh, that means we just need jackson mahomes on the bachelor please imagine please. if he was the bachelor <laughs> do you know how good that'd be oh my god keep him off the field holy <laughs> listen abc we got something for you. <laughs> i've
1: never heard a better idea ne- never
0: in my life that might be the best idea i've ever had so oh jackson mahomes the bachelor we need Jaja, Sweewee or whatever her name is, Jo-ja. to be to be one of the contestants. <laughs>
1: Jaja, I'm not gonna sleep well until I see that. Now, Wow. Yes. I'm gonna think about that every night.
0: We got one. Well, I don't, I don't have anything else to add.
2: Um, some oh, I know we didn't, was, locks. we didn't do locks. Ooh, locks. Well, you guys need your locks. Something we didn't talk about that was just like funny. I know we've talked about digs before on here but the digs pick six to return to the 75 yard touchdown pass was just a hilarious like sequence of events for
0: him. So I've spent approximately 12 hours and 23 minutes analyzing that video (laughs) and I've declared it was not his fault. If you actually watch the video in slow motion being serious. Yeah. uh, He actually does make a quite a recovery on the guy, but his fault, like what he, what he, for some reason he saw the safety coming and immediately stopped running. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, why not both go for the tackle? Because he like turns around and sees a safety, and he's like, "Oh, my job's done." But he actually made a quick recovery.
1: Well, I'm dead serious. I don't think he views his job as tackling. I think he <laughs> views his job as Catching straight up <laughs> interception every single time the ball's in the air, and he's good at it. Yeah, that's like incredible.
0: He is such a he's a fascinating player.
1: He's probably the most entertaining corner in the NFL, mm-hmm. and probably just the top five corner straight up right now. Because he was recruited as, as a receiver in college, right? Yeah. Okay. And they switched him to corner. And he, like, cried when <laughs> they switched him. What a pussy.
0: Wait, the col- the college switched him or the Cowboys switched him?
1: The college. The college. Mm. And he went to Bama, right? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Everyone goes to Bama, damn.
1: I don't know how he went to Bama and Stefan went to Maryland.
0: I think there's a third brother out there. Is there really? Yeah, I don't know if he's...
1: Are they brothers or cousins?
0: I think it's a brother. Oh, I'm
1: taking New England as my lock. I don't even see this game being close. I don't see it being within seven. Uh, New England all the way.
0: Yeah, this is the guy. This dude, I don't know. How do you, The Red.
1: Damn, that's a cool name. <laughs> he's on the
0: res. <laughs> Univ- okay, no, he's trash. Never mind. He's a cornerback for the University of Alabama. I read that and I was like, oh, damn. Alabama Blazers. I ain't never heard of them. (laughs) UAV. The family has... Good genes. Well, I was going to say good... Like, interesting slash good names.
2: I must go to Levi's. (laughs) Levi's? I got good genes. Oh, my goodness.
1: (laughs) Cut that out.
0: You got me there.
2: Uh, I was going to take Denver as my lock, though. Why? Because I think Cleveland doesn't win and if my lock doesn't go through <laughs> then uh then it's just over for me on thursday night so i don't gotta worry about it
0: it's smart i'm taking the titans Ooh, it's a bold one that's how confident i am i know you guys aren't but hey i think uh eric henry's just straight up the best running back in the league yeah like pure running back i think he's number one
1: that discussion does have to be had i, I said to my group chat last night I think he's going to be the best ever play, the best running back ever.
0: Like, yeah, it's McCaffrey and Kamara are basically the same player, and they're overall more talented than what's his name, Derrick Henry. Yeah, but I just think Derrick Henry all around is the best running back in the league. All around, second best running back in the league, Jonathan Taylor. Sure. Number three, Devonta Freeman. Yeah. (laughs) Number four.
1: Jamal Williams, AJ Dillon.
0: I was gonna say AJ Dillon. I you love see those, AJ Dillon. You see those legs. I would want to sleep with those one night, like as a body pillow,
1: just wrapped up in them. Love you, AJ. Is that the end of this?
0: Yeah. So I think I've said this almost every week of of the podcast, but just another absolutely insane, insane week of college football because Iowa lost to Purdue at home. Iowa was the second-ranked team in college football. Some people thought they were maybe over, over-ranked. I think I might have said that last week when they barely beat Penn State and probably would have lost to Penn State if it weren't for Sean Clifford, Penn State's starting quarterback, to go out. So Purdue wins by 17 at Iowa. Knock off the number one-ranked team. Iowa falls to 11 in this week's rankings, which is quite a farfall a drop from 2 to 11 I know it was an unranked team Purdue is now ranked this week at 25 but, I mean that's just that's a far tumble but can't disagree with it another top 25 game we saw was Georgia Kentucky Georgia was number one Kentucky was number 11 Georgia handled business against Kentucky however Kentucky also proved now it, this is one of the rare games where you can lose the game but still I don't know how to word it. You can lose the game, but people are still like, okay, Kentucky, you know, Kentucky might not be a top 10 team, but Kentucky still has a very, very solid team. Because Kentucky scored more points than Auburn, they scored more points than Arkansas, Vanderbilt, the same as South Carolina, more than Clemson when those teams played Georgia respectively. So, very interesting here. Kentucky does end up losing by 17. So not necessarily a close game, but I just think it more so showed that Georgia is at least a legit top four team, if not the best team in college football. And like I said, no shot at UK. They, They played well, but clearly they were just overmatched. It would have been an interesting game to see if Georgia played in Lexington. It would be interesting to see how they maybe, you know, won that game or if they could have kept it a little closer. So interesting. Um there were no really no other you know great games last week. Old Miss played Tennessee and it ended up being a close game. Old Miss is the better team so it should have been you know further than that. Alabama handled business against Mississippi State. Cincinnati handled business against UCF. Texas A&M handled business against Missouri. Um an inter- kind of an interesting game. Oklahoma State played Texas. Oklahoma State won 32-24. And I've been on record saying, and I still believe it, Oklahoma is probably the most overrated team in college football. They did beat Texas. However, Texas probably should have won that game. They they were winning the entire game, and then they kind of just lost it right at the end. Yeah, they, Texas was actually up 24-16 to 16 and then let the Cowboys of Oklahoma State score 16 points in the fourth quarter. And Oklahoma State still, they have not beaten... Like, too great of a team. Oregon played California. Oregon's a 10th ranked team. They beat California as they should, but it was a home game and they only won by 7. I mean, really, I guess it was kind of not as crazy of a week as I was saying. However, Purdue beating Iowa is just another, another top 4 team going down. So it does make for a crazy week. As far as the top 4, like I said, Georgia is probably number 1. Georgia is probably the best team in college football. At number two, currently ranked Cincinnati. Now, I think earlier I said Cincinnati was overrated, but I've watched a few of their games the last two weeks. Their quarterback's legit. Their defense is legit. They're good. So I do currently think they are the second best team in college football. At three, we have Oklahoma. I've been on record saying I think Oklahoma is one of the most overrated teams in college football, and I still do believe that. However, the change of quarterback going from Spencer Rattler to Caleb Williams has been amazing. It is honestly kind of wild much of a difference this made because Spencer Rattler I mean everyone had him as a first round quarterback going to into the going into the NFL and he was I think the number 1 overall quarterback coming out of high school and he just has not lived up to the hype. And he's since gotten beaten out by a true freshman who will have the starting spot for the rest of the year and Spencer Rattler will probably end up he'll he's going to go from being a first round draft pick to having to transfer to another school and I do not think that school is necessarily going to be very good coming in at four is Alabama Alabama is six and one with their one loss coming against Texas A&M which was a huge upset but let's not get ahead of ourselves Alabama is still Alabama if they went out they're still going to be in the top four same old same old still a very solid team as I mentioned on another episode, it was just a good old-fashioned good old-fashioned upset. And they happen. Don't happen too often to Bama, which is why it is always more shocking. At five, we have Ohio State, who's five and one. Another team who we are accustomed to seeing in the top four at the end of the year. Now, Ohio State has lost. But I think it was, once again, just... A good old-fashioned upset. I think if Ohio State were to play Oregon again, Ohio State wins. If Alabama were to play Texas A&M again, Alabama wins. So I'm not looking too far into those losses. Now it's interesting because if it happens again, even magically, two losses, you're out. So both of those teams have given up their wiggle room that most teams have going into a season. And that's just... But I do think my top four currently would be Georgia 1 Cincinnati 2 Alabama 3 I'm just struggling here with who to put 4 I would probably put Ohio State over Oklahoma except what we've seen I'm just shocked how much of a, a how much better Oklahoma has been with the change of quarterback I know quarterbacks can make a break a team, but I just was not expecting that whatsoever. So I'm going to go Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama. It's either Ohio State or Oklahoma. And I might have to put Oklahoma at four, Ohio State five. Six is going to be Michigan. Seven's probably Penn State. Nine's probably, I'd probably put Iowa at nine. Probably Oregon at 10, Mississippi at 11. Notre Dame at 12, probably Oklahoma State here then. I just think they're the most overrated. Now Kentucky, 6-1. They're at 15 right now. That's probably where this team is. I know they were 6-0 going into that game, and they probably gave Georgia their best game of the year. So that's something to be proud of. Like I said, one of those weird situations where a loss can turn into something you're proud of. However, I think Kentucky's ceiling is between... Twelve and fifteen. I don't think I don't they're a think true, they're a top, true 10. top ten team. They have a good defense. They have a really really good defense. They finally have a quarterback who's shown capabilities. Wondell Robinson is absolutely phenomenal. However, I just don't know if they they have the team that's a true top ten team. Hopefully, they keep winning and moving up there. I don't know if they have. Let me check their schedule real quick. See, they don't have. They don't play anybody this year. The only ranked team they've played so far is Georgia. Now Georgia is the best team, so and they lost, so that's not bad. But Louisiana Monroe, Missouri, Chattanooga, South Carolina, Florida—I guess Florida was a ranked team when they played, but Florida's fallen off. LSU, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, New Mexico State, Louisville—they just—if they went out, they're probably—if they went out, they're eleven and one, which is fantastic. But the reason I say they can't go higher than 12 is they probably have one of the worst strengths of schedules in the entire country. I know they play in the SEC, but they they don't play any of the SEC powerhouses this year. They don't play any of the SEC powerhouses this year. So that's kind of a fall down. We have Coastal, Wake Forest as two of the kind of dark horse teams that are outside of the Power 5 that are making their way up. So it's kind of cool to see that. I hope Coastal keeps going. And gets like a New Year's Day bowl. I think it'd be awesome. They're a cool team. They have a really cool turf. Yeah, Outside of that, in college football, it's not. It's kind of same old, same old. You know, not the rest. 15 to 25 is all just teams who are one loss, two lost teams. None of them kind of stick off the page to me as being true threats. Uh, college football news, it's kind of. Well, Ed Orgeron. I forgot to mention this when I brought up LSU and UK. Ed Orgeron has, uh, quote unquote, lost track of who he was. And him and LSU have agreed to part ways after the season, which is interesting. Instead of just firing him now, he's going to coach the rest of the season and then hang it up, which is just like, just fire him now. Just That's like saying to a girlfriend, ah, let's break up in three months. You know, I don't like you. I don't like you, you don't like me, but let's just date for three more months. Like just fire just fire Ed right now and move on. Cojo. Lane Kiffin wasn't able to coach this week because he got good old COVID. But also, so here's another question about Ed Orgeron. Was he a good coach or did he just get blessed with one of the best offenses to ever? He had Brady as his offensive coordinator, not Tom. And he was one of the, he's probably one of the best offensive coordinators. He had Dave Aranda as their defensive coordinator, probably one of the. So he had two head coaches as offensive and defensive coordinators and Joe Burrow, generational talent, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I mean, he was blessed with truly the, one of the best offenses college football's ever seen. So was he a good coach or did he get lucky? Because to be fired two years removed from winning a national championship is pretty insane. Other college football news, former Washington State University football coach Nick Rolovich Rolovich, uh, has been fired or let go because he refused to get the COVID vaccine after there was a mandate out there, and he's filing a lawsuit against WSU, which is interesting. Um, I won't get too far into that. I just don't think people should be forced to get the vaccine. Now, maybe you can say, if he doesn't want the vaccine... You can go find another job. That just seems a little radical to me. Malcolm and I went to the Wisconsin Army football game. We went to a football game over the weekend at Camp Randall in Madison. I had a great time. I think Malcolm had a great time. Just, just the boys hanging out. Sometimes that, sometimes that's how it has to be. We got to the game about an hour early. Uh, got us a brat. Got us some snuck some shooters in, which is always a good time. Got shooters, brought them into the game. And then we went and just sat down about an hour and a half before the game when no one was there. Team players were just messing around on the field. Dumped the shooters into the soda we got at the concession stand and sat down and had a good time. Now, like I mentioned, Wisconsin played Army. And I'll just say, I knew Army ran ran the triple (laughs) threat. I knew Army ran the triple threat offense. I don't think Malcolm did. So Malcolm was like, I didn't realize they ran that offense, and it was treacherous to watch. Now, here's the thing about the triple threat. I understand it's Army, and they're probably like, this is our identity, this is our- Come on. It doesn't work. And their fan. I feel like the fans love it, so they'd probably be mad. But I feel like the triple threat is something you game plan to have in there and maybe run, like, five designed plays for that. Because if you... If you're running the triple threat 100% of the time, and this is Wisconsin defended it very well, so triple threat, basically the quarterback's going to keep it, it's going to be handed off to the running back, or it's going to be pitched to the receiver. That's pretty much the same play they ran, and literally the same exact play. So what a defense can do is have two people spy the quarterback. So just say, these two people, no matter what, you go tackle the quarterback. You can have another two people say, no matter what, you go tackle the running back. And you can have another two people say, no matter what, you take the receiver. That's six people. You still have five people on defense that can just you just say, hey, go read the play. And if those people read the play wrong, you still have two people focused here, two people focused here, two people focused here. So I feel like it's an incredible offense, incredibly easy offense to defend if you game plan for it every single play. Whereas if they went to a more traditional offense, you know, handed the ball, just power running straight up the middle, play action, or just drop back and pass it. Because I think they I think they attempted four or five passes against Wisconsin when they were down to get back in the game. And I think they were like four or four or five of five. Their passes were beautiful. Why not pass more? If if that if it works for you, why not? I understand maybe having the base setup is. I don't know, I just feel like triple option would be way more effective if you only ran it 5 or 10 times a game and made defenses kind of guess what play was coming instead of running it 99% of the time. Didn't make much sense to me, but oh well. So, from that aspect, kind of a boring game to watch. For the most part, Wisconsin handled They handled business, you know? they They won the game, but in the fourth quarter it got very, very sloppy. They let Army back into the game, however they, you know... They recovered the onside kick the Army was going for to potentially tie the game, so Wisconsin got out there. Um, Interestingly, two days after that game, Devin Chandler, a Wisconsin wide receiver and kick returner, probably one of the fastest guys on the team, entered the transfer portal. Now this marks the fifth player on Wisconsin to either leave the team or transfer this year since the start of like fall camp, so within the last two months, which... I mean, that's never a good thing to see, you know? You never want to be like, oh, well, we have seven people leaving the team. Like, if it's off season, it's kind of like, well, that sucks, but... And to just literally quit after a game is pretty insane. So, I still think there might be something going on in the locker room there. Other than that, reactions to the game, Braylon Allen, a 17-year-old running back for the Wisconsin Badgers, who is now second on the depth chart after Isaac Garundo, is out for the season, and Jalen Berger was dismissed from the team and is transferring. That's pretty insane. 17 years old playing college football. I couldn't even imagine that. I'm 23. That's just wild. Uh, but he's proven fast quickly. He's proven quickly to be the best running back on our team. So moving forward, I hope they name him the starter. They're still rolling with Ches Malusi. I think Braylon Allen's So this is his first year playing running back. He was recruited as a linebacker coming out of high school. So it's pretty insane that he's already getting touches at 17, one year into the position. The biggest concern I have with him is mm, ball security. He's fumbled a couple times. He's only lost one fumble, but he's, you know, he's just not used to getting hit. He's used to hitting people. So with time, that'll get better. I think Chez Malusi might still be all around the better running back. But I, I think Braylon Allen needs more opportunities than Chez Malusi because he's that much more dynamic running the ball. Chez can be the third down back, you know, catching, you know, catching balls. balls out of the backfield, blocking. And they, the time should still be split. I would just like to see like 60% share to Braylon Allen, 40% share to Chez Malusi. Graham Mertz... I mentioned last week that I wanted to see at least 30 pass attempts out of him to improve. Did not get that, except Wisconsin only ran. like We didn't run that many plays. And overall, he looked okay. He didn't look good. He didn't look great. He didn't look bad. Well, one pass he looked horrible on, threw it up, double coverage. Defender just dropped it. Should have been like the easiest pick of this guy's life. And he just doesn't look smooth out there. He just struggles, and I don't get it. Um, He had Danny Davis danny davis ran three deep routes on the sideline down the sideline and he had the defender beat all three times first first time uh Grahamers went to him and it was completed but mur- or uh it was completed but danny davis had to make a hell of an adjustment and actually like make his way back around the defender and catch it kind of on his back shoulder made a hell of a catch but just a bad throw If Mertz would have let him, it would have been easy. All three of them would have been touchdowns. The next one, Davis was pretty close to the sideline, but had two or three steps on the guy if he would have let him touchdown. Mertz threw it almost to the numbers. I mean, it was like 10 yards inside of where it should have been thrown. Now, maybe Mertz thought Davis was running like a post or something and coming back into the field, but either there was miscommunication or it was a poorly timed throw or just missed him. And then the last time, then he just over... That time, he overshot him because he had missed him twice and he just said, I'm going to lead him this time and the touch just doesn't seem to be there. The potential seems to be there, the touch does not. In other exciting Wisconsin news, there are twice as many NBA players out of Wisconsin in the league this year as Sam Decker is back in the league with the Toronto Raptors and kind of had an impressive preseason. I would expect him to keep growing, keep getting better. I kind of think he'll carve out a role and stay in the league as maybe kind of an eighth, ninth man off the bench. Uh, Very good three-point shooter. It has improved. I'm not sure about Defender, but hey, he made the roster up there in Toronto, up in there in the Canadian League. So that's cool. Proud of him for doing that. I'm not sure there's too much other, you know, Wisconsin news that we play Purdue this weekend. Well, the other exciting Wisconsin news is with Purdue beating Iowa, it's completely opened up the Big Ten race. Wisconsin can... Now, granted, Wisconsin has not looked good this year. Surprisingly, we control our own destiny. If we win out, we go to the Big Ten championship game. Because we play Iowa. If we beat Iowa, which is a big ask, but if we beat Iowa, that puts two losses on Iowa, two losses on us. So we win the tiebreaker. So Wisconsin controls our own destiny. Gotta win out. Gotta take care of business. <clears throat> play Purdue, the team that beat Iowa, this weekend. <clears throat> I believe it is at Purdue, so I don't make it tough. Purdue's a good team in Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a good team, too. Purdue's a good team. It's probably a pretty even matchup. Hopefully, Wisconsin can stop Purdue and get back in the race. Uh, yeah, That's going to be it for you today. Uh, Be a friend. Tell a friend. Go subscribe on YouTube. Go like us anywhere you can, on any app you use. And as always, on Wisconsin.